Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi. Hi, it's Kamaria. How are you? Good. I was on, well, you should get out of it. I was on the Google Hangout, and I guess it's, I don't think that's being used. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I know it takes people a few minutes to get into talk shoes. So I'll just wait patiently. <laughs> yeah. God, technology is so interesting. It's like so easy and so challenging at the same time. Depends on the day. <laughs> it just depends on the day. It's so crazy. <laughs> but uh, let me do a proper. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Watch. I'm going to do a proper introduction. I this is uh, Kamari to Richmond. I am the host of the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show, and my guest this evening is Miss Hillary Kerwin, and she is the founder of LA Private Pilates. But Hillary is also a certified fitness and wellness trainer, Pilates instructor actor and you know i'm excited to talk to you because you wear so many different hats and you know i posted um you know one of your videos today because i was like oh this is really cool with this foam thing and uh, i loved your quote, your quote about you know we have only one body uh let's take care of it as best we can and then too i also feel guilty i'm like i'm talking to a fitness wellness instructor and you know i have uh, therapy tomorrow and i have to tell my therapist no i really haven't done any physical activity this week oh yeah oh no <laughs> but um hillary i want to get started with you know you know you um were a gymnast and you studied acting and a side note for that i had um, Mark Gordon on about a week or two ago. And when I was going through his videos, I saw one of you two and I was just cracking up. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait. I talked to her in the next week or so. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he's great. He is, he is. But let's, let's get back, let's get back to Hillary Kerwin. So I love uh -huh. it. Story. I love a good story. So tell us, Hillary, you know, how you started on this journey of fitness and wellness. So I, I was a, a gymnast. I grew up as a gymnast and I went to Syracuse uh, University and did gymnastics at school as well. And when I graduated, I did, I, I it wasn't like I was going to move out here and, and act, but at the same time, fitness and being a gymnast was my life. That was like a part of me and it's always been a part of me. And so I continued like continued working in fitness by, so I was like a gym, uh, a gymnastics coach as a, you know, in high school and continuing fitness. And I became a personal trainer when I moved to LA. And then I started taking these Pilates classes and I was like, Oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever done. And I kind of skyrocketed from there. I just like kept 
you know, picking up more and more classes all over town. And then I just transitioned to just pretty much um, teaching privately, which has been awesome. And so my goal is to really get movement into people's bodies and into their day, even if it's, you know, 30 minutes, whatever it is, even if they're, they've never done any physical activity before, if they are, you know, they're, or if they're you know, um, extreme athletes, whatever it is, I want to give people the time of time to work on themselves. And it's the, the best gift you can give yourself is just like getting stronger and being in your body. I think that's pretty amazing. Oh, absolutely. And um, you, you touched on something, that, you know, movement. And can you go through, Hillary, for those that may not know, kind of the history of Pilates and why you think it's just so important? Because I know um, that you focus on clarity and the core and balance and your weight, but kind of walk us through that whole process. Sure. So, Pilates uh, was started by Joseph Pilates, um, and it was a way to rehab the body and create proper alignment, and all focusing on the core. Pilates was originally called um, controlology. And so the basis of Pilates is finding your core strength, and that being like the powerhouse of the body, and learning how to create functional movement that as we age, continues to support the spine and support the joints. So what is incredible about it is people that have injuries or, you know, postpartum or prenatal, anything that affects, you know, doing circuit training or any types of physical activity, Pilates is probably the best thing because you're working the body in a way that is supporting the joints as opposed to putting pressure on them. And I think a lot of us, even just the way we sit at, you know, at your desk right now and sitting from in the same chair and the way that all of a sudden the spine starts to round and our chest falls and the shoulders get tight and all of these muscles are working together just to hold you upright. And so the more you can focus on building the core and finding this sense of strength and center the better you are able to sit all day and the less pain will develop. And, you know, you hear stories about people that have had knee issues and were told that they should get surgery and then they do Pilates and they never need surgery. So it's a pretty beautiful type mm -hmm. of work. And there's so many ways to make it more strenuous or make it easier based on the clientele. So it's, it really is for everyone. Okay. And how do you, do you recommend Pilates more so than yoga or so should people do both? So I used to be an avid yogi and I don't do any yoga anymore um, because I find that I also am someone who is impatient and I like to move in a way that's always doing something different and challenging myself. And yoga is a more, it's, Stretching, I would say. There's a little bit more focus on opening up and stretching. Pilates does that and it strengthens the body. And I think I've talked to a few of my chiropractor friends. And I, when I learned, and this is something I got from them, was that a lot of the time we think we're really tight and we think, oh, I should just stretch more. I should stretch more. And that's actually not the case. 
it's actually needs to be stronger. So things that, you know, your, your shoulder is bothering you or inflamed and you feel like I've got tightness in my upper back. Well, maybe it's because your chest is not strong enough. And so you cannot actually, you're, you're caving forward because it, the muscles in the chest are not developed. So I find more of a benefit in just doing Pilates and, and cardio, you know, walking, jogging, whatever. I think the best, for me, the best mix is a, uh, like a 45-minute walk or something on one day and then an even uphill or something and then Pilates the other day. I, that is my favorite combination. That's really interesting because I know that you like to do, um, to give your clients a um a roadmap or, you know, a, a plan for them. And so that's, that's what you suggest. Maybe do one day walking and then another day Pilates or. Yeah. I, I always, I, it depending on the person's lifestyle. So the interesting thing is, you know, I teach privately and that some of the, my, my clients don't actually work out besides seeing me. I have some people who are big workouters. Like they're doing it all the time. But I have a lot of people who, besides seeing me, don't ha- find that they have the ability or whatever. It's hard for them to, to give them that time to go out and do something. So telling that, telling someone to even just do 15 minutes of a walk on other days is still something. And so I find that walking is a great um, reciprocal activity because it's, actually super hyper beneficial and that does not mean you have to be bloody five days a week like i a lot of people i just say two different times a week mm-hmm. yeah wow that's interesting um the other thing is when you're doing you know yoga um and and you know i bought a pilates tape years ago and it's very challenging and I liked it, but I haven't, you know, the tape is still in the box. <laughs> but yeah, right, right, right. It, it, felt, it felt really good. But do you think, too, with um, Pilates, uh, is it the same with, you know, being mindful and being present and being aware as you know when people you you do the yoga classes you know you're focusing on the deep breathing and your your mindfulness is it the same with pilates that's a great question so i think it it should be and there are definite times that it's not um i think Mm -hmm. maybe with yoga there may be a little bit more um uh focus on the breath and sitting with your thoughts and because you're sitting in poses for longer. With Pilates, you're, it's a type of meditation just because you're constantly wor- focusing on parts of the body. And just like focusing on the breath, I was to do, a, you know, an, a series where I'm lying on my side and lifting my leg and moving it, you know, forward and back. I'm starting to feel tension develop in my glute, right, in my right cheek. And by me focusing on what exactly I'm doing, drawing my toes slightly forward and lifting up, there's a lot of um, little tweaks. And when you are focusing on the body, it is almost like finding this meditative space. And that, that is what I find pretty incredible. And, yes, you're focusing on your breath because I, will, I always acknowledge 
inhale on the uh, um, sorry exhale on the on the challenging part and inhale on the release and when you become that familiar with the breath it starts to be a little bit more um, regular and maybe but it's slightly different than uh, sitting in a posture and letting go the whole time Okay, that makes perfect sense. And I wanted to talk to you about, so with COVID-19, business owners such as yourself have had to pivot, you know, is is the new word on, you know, but either people having to rebrand themselves or people taking their businesses offline and, I mean, putting, uh, well, in person to online. So how have you had to to do to do this so I as soon as that pandemic happened I was actually really proud of myself for you know that night or something or the next day emailing every all my clients that have taken my classes all over town and my private clients and created a zoom link and just was teaching a, a, a live class five days a week and then with my private clients um, also continuing, I, I, I went to some of their houses. So some of them have an outdoor area, so we would wear masks and be spaced out, and everyone felt safe. And because the airflow was outside, it felt really good. But everyone mm-hmm. else, I moved into a live class on Zoom, and I love, I actually love teaching on Zoom. It just goes to show I was someone who hated working out at home. I did not, like, I never worked out at home. I did not like Matt Pilates. I always done reformer Pilates. And I love it now. I think my body has never looked and felt better. I love the mat work. And I love being on Zoom. I love seeing that people, I, you know, half the people in my class are from New York. And I have people from all over the country. It is the coolest space. And I know it's frustrating at, at this point for people to want to be doing anything on Zoom anymore. I think it's getting exhausting. And But <laughs> I I kind of like it. I would continue to, you know, to teach on Zoom for a while, I think, even when it comes back to when we're going back to in person. Just also shortens your driving time. It's very convenient. You can get it in and out. Like, there's some perks to teaching virtually. Yeah, and, you know, I think the important thing is that um, not everyone drives. Like, I don't drive. So um, for me, being connected on Zoom or on any social media platform, um, you know, I know for people that's not used to it, it drives them crazy. But for uh, a lot of us, you know, it totally works being in two in your your home, your own private space. You don't have to look at, okay, who's looking, who's watching? Am I doing it right? Wait, I need to watch that person. Wait, I'm trying to watch the instructor. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So much is is going on. But Hillary, what has been your, I'm glad that you said you'll continue to do that. Um, You know, once we bypass COVID, uh, who knows when that will be. But um, yeah. what's your what's your daily routine? So I work out with my class um, okay. four days a week. I teach a class, a live class, and that has been. I I end up teaching and yeah, coming up to the screen a little bit to adjust people. For the most part, I let them watch me because I notice that visually that is the easiest way for people to work out is is less of 
me coming over and try to and telling them and more them watching what I'm doing. So I go through the class. That's about 50 minutes. And then uh, I'll have some private clients during the day and either virtual or in person. And then I take about 30 or 45 minutes to walk and listen to a podcast outside. So my, from even though my workout is, you know, the class that I'm doing with my live class, it's almost like I need that downtime that's mm-hmm. just, you know, not talking and not um, in, in kind of just out, just out in space. And so that has been really rewarding is taking like my strength time to work out and then my just letting go walking time. Perfect. And I think you need that balance because, you know, you're dealing with, you know, your energy, you're dealing with other folks' energy, and sometimes you just need that time, you know, yeah. just just for your just for yourself. And Hillary, what kind of um, what kind of advice can you give entrepreneurs that during this time may have to shift their business? You know, I think it's just a matter of being flexible. And if you're going about, you know, a new type of work, you know, like te- I'll give the example of teaching yoga, any type of exercise uh, virtually. It's hard in the beginning. It's really hard to maintain clients because, and I'm only speaking in terms of virtually, because right now, there's an element of people kind of getting sick of wanting to work, work out in the space that they're, you know, sleeping, they're eating, and they're hanging out. And adding, creating like, oh, and this is also my gym is really difficult. So knowing that, A, and then having some compassion for yourself if it doesn't happen right away, if you do not build a following that quickly, if, if sometimes you have no people in the class. I think sticking with it and finding the joy in what you're doing and what you're giving to people is what what well, at least pushed me forward. And then asking for help and advice. And even if that's you're asking clients to give referrals, then that's, that's totally, there's no weakness in that. And so I think in terms of the pandemic and virtual teaching, it's, it's slow and it's hard and it's, there's ups and downs and, with anything it's like well let's stick with it until you realize okay maybe I have to pivot or maybe this is this is building in a very you know in a way that's really working for me mm, and I love that you say you know focus focus on that joy that is really really key and I wanted to ask you so you've tapped into this craze of Pandemic Pilates. Tell us about that. Well, so Pandemic Pilates is my live class that I teach at uh, four days okay. a week. And that was just like, that was what I had created like the day that all the studios and the gyms had closed. So it, it was my like kind of funny, at this, that point, I did not think the pandemic was going to be seven months long at this point. I was like, this is my last week. <laughs> Like a cute, a cute little way of being like, oh, it's pandemic Pilates. And then, you know, several months in, I was like, oh, this is depressing. But I didn't change the name because it is, it is just Pilates for life at this point. But, um, yeah, that's my live class. And that's for all levels. Um, 
I, and then people that are more uh, beginners, I have a whole series on I, online that's a, a library of classes. So eight beginner classes, eight advanced classes, eight intermediate, and then I have um, workshops all over that are like 15-minute express class, butt class. And so I have this whole library of classes that I would love to start to get out there because I think it's really an, a very affordable and way to do a workout on your own, on your own time. Um, and get a whole plethora of classes. Okay, so that's good to know. So if folks can't join in live, you know, you have it there online, so you can listen, you can get a package and then work out at your own convenience at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that we have never tried it. Yeah, it's, it's great for also people who are like, I'm kind of nervous of going to a live class, the, the online, the Zoom class. I'm not very good. That kind of mentality, I would say, awesome, totally cool. I will send you a beginner class once a week. And when you feel up to it, and if you want to jump into a live class, great. If not, continue the intermediate and then to the advanced on uh, in this um, monthly subscription service. Okay, that is perfect. So you've really made it convenient for clients and because I, I assume you have yeah. clients, you know, all over the globe. Yeah, all over the place. And so it's real. and I've noticed a lot of them, I thought we're going to want to do the live class and it's actually split. I have half the people that um, do it on their own and then half the people that show up to the live time. Okay, wow, that's really cool. That is really, really cool. And, and now you're also an, an actor. Um, you went to you went to school for it, as you mentioned. And, you know, I enjoyed, you know, going through your reels. Well, one, looking at your your workout videos and um, interviews you've done with other folks, but also your reels. And um, so you're really funny. You're just multi, multi talented. So talk to us about during COVID-19 about, um, have you decided to focus more just on, I'm going to, you know, still have my, my business of LA Private Pilates, but I also still want to do some acting on the side. Are you like looking at scripts or how's that, that yeah. going? So right now, so I was supposed to make, uh, I wrote a movie, a short film that we were going to shoot in April, but obviously we are not shooting it then. And so as of right now, I am um, auditioning for some first stuff, um, but it's just on, I think as always, you know, I'm always going to be a performer and an artist. It's something mm -hmm. that I'll never give up, but it's just not my um, passion at the moment. It's not what is bringing me joy right now. And I think it's really great when actors are upfront about this because it's, it's no one that I know who has transitioned maybe to, you know, doing other part, other jobs uh, besides being an actor, they never give it up. It's at least the ones I know. It's not like, okay, now I've transitioned to this. Now I'm doing this. I'm not no longer acting. It's something that is there and can continue to can be there as you pursue something else. And right now in my life, I am, have chosen to put more energy into my fitness business. And that's 
and maybe at once at some point it'll turn around and, and shift the other way. But I like being able to do multiple, multiple having multiple hats and having multiple passions, and it makes makes me feel more multi, like more multidimensional and being able to give more. So yeah, it's and hey, it's enter- you are you know as a performer demonstrating and. I'm connecting and that's what I'm doing when I'm teaching. So I'm getting a little bit of that just while I'm teaching anyway. Oh, that is so well said. And, you know, growing up, Hillary, because you were doing, um, you were, you know, fit. Um, did you, and you want, of course you studied to, to be an, an actor, but growing up, what, was that the dream to become an actor or yeah. to do or to go to the Olympics? <laughs> you know, well, at the beginning, it was actually to go to the Olympics. And then, uh-huh. and then I, by college, I was like, all right, I'm not going to go to the Olympics. That's not going to happen. Um, I, when I was in high school, I just kind of realized I was good. I was a good actor. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go to college for that. I'm good at it. So I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be successful. And I always followed things that I was just naturally good at and that came easy to me and yeah I think there was the dream was always to be an artist I that was like my creative outlet um but I you know again I think it's just it has can be that can be in different ways and I don't think even if I wanted to continue to make movies that is still something I could do and which is great I think we should reevaluate what we want every so often because it gets a little stale. I think, you know, after when I moved to LA and I was doing it for five years or something, yeah, in my head, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. As opposed to like, acknowledging, okay, this is tough about this career and this is tough and maybe I'm really good at this. So why don't I incorporate and look outside the box? I think there's a fear of that. It's like, this is who, what makes me who I am instead mm-hmm. of looking at yourself as a whole. That is well said. Every couple of years, we just kind of go to, go ahead and need to uh, reevaluate what we want to do. And what else is on the horizon for you? So you're going to grow, you're going to grow LA uh, private Pilates. Yeah. You're going to grow that. You have some acting on those sides, but what else would you like to do? Or what else do you have um, coming well, up? I really, well, I I just launched this library, this uh, library of classes, these Pilates, uh, yeah, this Pilates series. So I'd love to continue to build that. Um, and now that I'm seeing more people in life, like outside, I I've actually I'm I'm have space open in my schedule. So I want to continue to work with private clients. I want to work one on one. I love idea of working privately with people because I think they get a lot out of it and creates a really mm-hmm. beautiful relationship. So yeah, I'm continuing to grow my business and start to see more people in IRL, which is cool. Right. And you also too are working with different corporations. Yes. So I'm, I'm working right now with Google and Amazon. Um, I had, I did a few classes for FabFitFun I want to bring wellness into a corporate setting. I think it's really amazing when 
jobs when your the job you're in pays for or mm-hmm. you know allows you to bring you know, exercise into the day and i found that that's really incredible and so right now yeah i have google, i'm working with google and amazon and we do a weekly class with this about 10 people 10 to 15 people um that's been really, really great responses and it's super fun for me and yeah i'd love to continue to build that as well now how did you get that gig with amazon and google that's major yeah they were great i were i had friends that were taking my Pilates zoom classes and both of them work for these companies and so they came out they reached out to me and I was like yeah that sounds fantastic and then I thought it was just a one-time thing and it wasn't so it became a weekly thing um yeah so it's it's, yeah it's really cool that's fabulous and I wanted to touch on you know in the few minutes we have left about wellness you know it's always good all the time, but especially during this time and the pandemic where, you know, people, some people are working, some people aren't working, some people have food, some people don't have food. You know, these are very um, challenging times. And so what kind of advice do you give folks to really hone in on the importance of wellness? So I think I'm realize that over recently with just from feedback from clients. So I would say it is very easy for us. First of all, I am also, I I never even thought I had anxiety. And I think with the pandemic, I have some days will wake up anxious and Mm -hmm. not know why. I know. And I, and whatever emotional state I'm in, I feel like every day is a roller coaster. And the biggest, the most important thing, I think, is to get out of your own way. And if that means you need a trainer or if that means you are able to find things on YouTube or whatever, you will never regret taking time for yourself, whether that be half an hour, an hour, two hours, whatever that is, every day for yourself and for your body. You will not regret it because endorphins are a real thing from working out. Um, it, this is something I have to tell my little sister who's, you know, nine years younger than me. She does not like exercising very much. I, I love it, so I'm a weirdo, but I am <laughs> almost like her trainer, and I have to remind her to work out every day. <laughs> she doesn't want to. I, don't, I think most people don't want to, but it doesn't have to be craziness. I think we have this idea of what, you know, I've got to go do 25 minutes, I've got to sweat a lot, and I've got to be super sore the next day. It's not about that. It's incorporating um, effective and efficient movement into your day that will support you and your body for the rest of your life. And I think we have to look at exercise as a a long-term goal, a long-term experience, rather than something to get me in shape right now, you know, and look hot right now. It's, it's a, a, hey, you will look hot when you do it, but it's a, it should be um, a long-term priority versus just trying to get it in. And, um, yeah, so I, 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 to wrap that up, even if it's 
20 minutes, whatever it is, incorporating movement daily and figuring out how to be accountable for that is my biggest, biggest bit of advice. Even if you feel like, oh my God, I have no time to work out. There's no way I can do it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I think that's telling yourself, yes, you can is uh, the first step. Oh, I love that. Just, yes, you can. <laughs> you, you can. <laughs> You can do it because if you don't have someone there, um, you know, if you don't have the trainer with you, you're like, well, who's going to hold me accountable for doing the work? <laughs> you just got to do it. And if that means you have to pay for a trainer or pay for whatever it is so that you can be accountable, that's an investment mm -hmm. in yourself. And I, I really believe, like I invested you know, my, in a business coach for years. It's, it's putting money towards something that, is going to benefit you. Well, I love that. Invest in yourself. That is so, so true. That is so true. Yes. And Hillary, tell folks how they can um, reach out to you, how they can find you on social media. Hillary. Is, oh, okay, uh, oh, you, you uh, dropped you, you dropped off for a second. Okay, start again, please. So, um, my Instagram handle is at Hillary Kerwin, H-I-L-A-R-Y, C-U-R-W-E-N, and my website is laprivatepilates.com. And on my website, you can uh, inquire about do uh, about classes, about the video library. If you just have a question about Pilates. I answer everything through that website as well. Okay. Yeah, I love that you have a video uh, library that is like perfect. So folks know that they yeah. can, you know, get it in at their own at their own their own time. And uh, any last words for us, Hillary? No, just stay strong, power through, because. This might be here for a long time. So uh, we, I think we need to just find a way to, think, even if it's, if you've put off working out for a while, start now. Start now because this is not, this pandemic is not changing anytime soon. So finding a way to work out from home is ideal. That is so true. Um, it looks like we're going to be in this a situation for a year or two, maybe. So uh, I'm going to put the plug in for, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put the plug in for people to, to start doing Pilates with Hillary Kerwin now. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> maybe by this time next year, you know, we'll look like you. We'll be as fit as you. You are just <laughs> fit. I mean, you are strong, long and lean I'm and very strong. strong. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm like, wow, look at her go. I'm just, I'm like, look, wow, look at her go. <laughs> I'm very, very, very strong. Yes. <laughs> so, well, much success and kudos to you, Hillary Kerwin. Thank you for being yeah. on the show, the fabulous radio show. Uh, you know, you're welcome to come and, uh, let us know what you're working on at any time. So I wish you much success. Thank you. Thank you so much. I had so much fun.
Yes, it was fun. So TalkShoe is live and recorded. And once it uploads, I will post uh, on social media. So you had a good time posting, um, you know, quotes and videos and that kind of good stuff. So I will definitely post this on social media. So thank you, Hillary. Have a fabulous evening. Yes. And I hope to connect with you soon. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Everyone have a fabulous evening. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.